Welcome back to another episode of Fit Feet, guys. This is JR. Uh, we got a really good show for you guys today. Um, some training tips, uh, diets for different goals, and the debate of front squat versus back squat. As usual, I want to start this episode by saying none of this is to be taken as medical advice. I am not an expert. I'm simply a guy with a passion for fitness, and you can do whatever you want to do. I simply give out things that have helped me and things I've discovered along the way in my fitness journey. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to talk about powerlifting versus bodybuilding versus CrossFit. And it's not a versus in the sense that which one is better. It's to highlight the best of things of both and to see which one goal, which one you would want to use, the, whatever goal you want to get. Uh, we're also going to talk about different diets for different target goals. So they're all under the premise of gaining strength. We have gain strength with fat loss, gain strength with mass gain, and gain strength with maintained body weight. And lastly, we have front squat and back squat, which muscles hit what and when to incorporate each. So thank you again for listening, you guys, and stay tuned. Welcome back, guys. Once again, this is JR with FitFeed. And we're going to get right into it. So the first topic we have is powerlifting, bodybuilding, and CrossFit. Um, as most people know, uh, gym goers know, a lot of people like to have the debate of which is better for what goal you want to use. Well, you know, if I want to gain muscle, I want to do powerlifting. Or if I want to gain, I'm sorry, if I want to gain muscle, I want to do bodybuilding. Or if I want to gain uh, strength, I want to do powerlifting. If I want to, you know, get shredded, I'll do CrossFit or Yada, 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 and, and, and it goes on. So what I've decided to do is I've decided to highlight the best traits of each style. And this isn't to say that these are the only three styles of training. Maybe you can make your own hybrid of training and call it something else. Who knows? But these are the main, when you think something, you think of powerlifting. Like I said, when you think strength, you tend to think powerlifting. Not to say that bodybuilding or CrossFit doesn't have strength aspects, but you get the gist. So, in general, powerlifting encompassing building strength, uh, chasing personal PRs, your highest totals on your bench, squat, and deadlift, um, it, it tends to shy away from the higher rep ranges. In other words, you wouldn't catch the typical powerlifting uh, regimen containing, you know, four sets of 15 or four sets of failure, uh, four sets of an exercise to a failure. Simply because that it doesn't focus too much on muscle endurance versus muscle uh, production and output, such as, like I said, a personal rep max or just your overall total. Um, For that reason, powerlifting, like I said, tends to be the choice of people who want to gain strength. And it has very, very, very good principles based on its rep ranges, set ranges, the exercises you use in powerlifting. So that's that's pretty much powerlifting. Um, and this is a, a very, very shallow kind of overview on it. it can, the, the rabbit hole goes so much deeper on all of these. But like I said, we're just giving the gist of each to, to give the the highlights of all of them and to see which, which my ultimate goal is to, to give a mix of all of them via training cycle and uh this has personally helped me in my personal fitness goals guys and like i said this will give you guys a pretty 
a good outlook on each. The next thing we have is bodybuilding. Um, you know, most people confuse bodybuilding with just huge muscular people um, who, who just pose on stage. And, and, and bodybuilding is a lot more than that. Uh, it comes down to sculpting the body, uh, having body symmetry. So you wouldn't want, you know, the classic, uh, do you even hit leg day, bro, type of dudes who, who don't even do squats or work their legs like they should, but they, you know, continue to focus on the upper body. Um, proportions is also a huge thing in bodybuilding with focusing on making sure that, you know, one side isn't too predominant on the other versus the other side and making sure that you're not putting too much of a focus on one body part while neglecting the other body parts. Bodybuilding tends to focus on that higher rep range, like I was saying, um, versus the other training styles of CrossFit and powerlifting, simply because the main focus of the body of bodybuilding training is, like I said, develop a, uh, an aesthetic type, and 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 that aesthetic doesn't mean simply the fitness model aesthetic it means more so versus whatever desired aesthetic you'd like to build um and how you can sculpt that so whether you want to be a uh a quote-unquote mass monster in other words you want to build as much muscle as possible and you just want to be the biggest person in, in the world or versus if you want to be like i said a fitness model you just want to be as cut as possible as shredded as possible and build up the desirable muscle that you feel like would look good or if you just want to lose a couple pounds and, and you know maybe you want to bring your arms up maybe you want to bring you know you want to bring your legs up or however you want to do it bodybuilding when it comes to sculpting certain body parts bodybuilding is the way to go for that um the 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 pros of bodybuilding is that it it has that higher rep range so you can build muscle with time under tension it gives you a lot of different exercises to hit the same muscle group versus powerlifting, where it's kind of like, you know, if you really want to build up your bench, okay, we'll bench more with a different weight. While bodybuilding is okay, if you want to build up your chest, you know, you may be able to do the flat bench from one exercise. The next exercise, you can do the incline bench. The third exercise, you might want to do the dumbbell flies or cable flies and so on and so forth. So that's the perks of bodybuilding is sculpting the body, symmetry, proportions, and just giving you the desired aesthetic you would like. The third training style is, it, it's not, I don't want to say a newer training style, but it's something that a lot of people swear by and me, myself personally, I personally do love CrossFit. I love all these training styles. Don't get me wrong. I incorporate all of them and, and then I'll get into that later. The highlight of this part is that each training style has its own unique personal things that I love about them. And CrossFit focus on, focuses on the functional part of the fitness uh, journey. It also focuses a lot on endurance. So in other words, a lot of military training encompasses CrossFit, where it focuses on really push-ups, pull-ups, um, clean jerks and snatches, um, a lot of things that you would see in almost Olympic lifts, like I said, such the power clean, um, the weighted pull-ups, dips, things that you would use as say if you're in, say you're in the military and you need to 
uh, carry one of your partners because they've just been injured. Um, yeah, farmers carry, stuff like that. So the CrossFit pretty much encompasses, like I said, the functional part of the fitness journey while bodybuilding focuses on the more aesthetic and powerlifting has its own functionality but it's more geared towards the physical weights versus your physical body as in the the strength and the movement of crossfit um so those are the the three main training styles we're going to talk about today is crossfit bodybuilding and powerlifting and I've just given the the highlights of all of them, and I've kind of developed a high a uh, demonstration program. It's not it's not it's not a program. It's just uh it's just what I call a waves in which I do this. So it's a six week wave. It's a six week in total, uh, broken up into two waves. So three weeks with wave one, and three weeks with wave two. So in week one, I focus strictly on powerlifting. Now, with this, I don't like to give recommended, this is the program you should follow, so on and so forth, because the program that I see may work best for me, might not work best for you, and vice versa. But in general, you want to focus on a powerlifting regimen for week one, such that you don't focus too much on the heavier rep ranges, but you do focus on the heavier weights and the lower rep ranges, and working up to PRs, using percents of your PRs, and uh, focusing around the three big lifts, bench squat and deadlift. The third, the second week that you want to focus on for wave one is, like I said, the CrossFit. So incorporating more of the bodyweight exercises, such as weighted pull-ups, um, push-up sets of, you know, 200, 300, 400. And that sounds like a lot, and it is. But and and what what I mean by that is when you're coming from powerlifting, if you're benching, say you're benching 275 or 285 or 135 or however much you bench, you would think, okay, well, I really can't build the same muscle with push-ups. You would be surprised at the type of pump you would get with a push-up workout and how much it takes out of you versus just strictly weightlifting. And that's the beauty of all of this is that with some exercises, some training styles, you hit the same muscle group, but you feel it in different parts of that muscle group based on the type of training you're doing. And then the second week, the third week in wave one is bodybuilding type of training. So you focus more on a varied amount of exercises for that same muscle group in that, um, on that particular day. So if say, like I said, you're doing chest instead of versus powerlifting, it tends to be mostly all the compound exercises, such as just pure bench. You would probably incorporate, a, you know, a decline dumbbell bench or, or a cable crossover exercise or some type of exercise where you don't have to keep um, focusing on that strictly compound workout. So that's wave one. And then what, so that encompasses three weeks. Now, once again, in these weeks, it depends the days people, a lot of people say like, okay, well, what days should you do it? And you should do it this day. You should do it that day. That is all dependent on you. And, and when I, when I get into the different diets for different goals and front squat and back squat, that's that tends to be the trend here is that I don't want to give uh, a prescribed, this is what you should do. Because as with most things, it's flexible and it needs to be tailored on to what you want to do based on your goal. I'm just giving in general um, things that I've seen that have helped me 
and if you want to implement them, you can. If you don't, that's cool also. Um, so for wave two, we actually reverse it. Is we start the first week off with CrossFit. So last week you just got off the bodybuilding wave with week three. So with week four, you want to go into your CrossFit training. And like I said before, from week two, when you just did this previously, this is more of the functional fitness. Now in this week in wave two versus week, in wave two versus wave one, you want to focus more on having a higher intensity. So Instead of, um, say you do like four sets of 25 pull-ups, I mean, or, 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 or basically however you want to break up doing 100 pull-ups, you know, you can do it 10 sets of 10 or however you want to do it. This time, try to incorporate maybe 130 pull-ups, basically just to increase the intensity in it so you can keep your body under confusion. Week five will be bodybuilding. And like I said, versus week three, this week of bodybuilding, increasing intensity. So maybe you you would have done the previous exercises with this certain weight. And if you remember back from last episode, we covered about how important it is to track, how important it is to track your exercises and the weight you're using. So in this week, you would want to see, okay, well, when I did the dumbbell row, I used 50 pounds and I did three sets of eight or three sets of 10, let me increase it to four sets of eight or four sets of 10 to see the progress I can get in the second wave. And then for the last week, week six, powerlifting, the same thing. You want to increase the intensity and basically gauge your um, your progress from there. So in total, basically interchange all of these to keep your body under constant confusion with powerlifting, building strength, chasing a PR and having your highest total. With bodybuilding, if you want to sculpt the body, build a symmetrical physique and keep the portions intact and CrossFit with your functional strength and endurance. Um, incorporating all these will keep you from hitting those plateaus um, along with incorporating, like I was saying in the last episode also, just exercises that you ex- exercise equipment that you may see every day, but using it in a different way so you don't become adapt to the same routine and and, and your progress becomes stagnated and you don't see much growth. So that's that for powerlifting, bodybuilding, and CrossFit. Um, that's probably my, my favorite segment in all this is that you'll be surprised at how much your body, how much your body will adapt based on slight changes. You may have been doing a powerlifting uh, circuit for that. That's, that's the only way you know how to train. But as soon as you hop on a bodybuilding uh, regimen, you would see like, wow, I didn't even know that my PRs would increase simply from dropping the weight a little bit and doing higher reps and training the muscle a different way. So take that in consideration and uh, you'll be surprised at how much you increase with that. The second segment we want to get into is different diets for different goals. So like I was saying, all of these are under the premise that you want to gain strength. And that no matter if you want to lose fat gain overall mass or maintain your weight that seems to be the goal for most people is that they want to come into the gym and leave the gym I'm sorry you want to leave the gym overall stronger than you did when you came into the gym so for instance if you want to gain strength and lose fat um and and this and and, and once again this isn't like the to be taking as the the, the gospel 
on how to do this, but this is once again something that I've seen notice. So anytime I want to gain strength, but maybe tone down my fat a little bit, I'll do 10 to 12 calories per my body weight. I'll regulate my protein to roughly 1.2 to 1.7 grams per body weight. With my fat throughout all of this, it stays pretty consistent. So it'll be from 18% to roughly, I would say 26% of my diet. And my carbs, if I want to lose fat, I want to cycle based on, I want to cycle it as necessary based on the goal. So in this case, it's fat loss. In other words, I would take a lot of good carbs such as oatmeal, uh, sweet potatoes, bananas, pre-workout. And I would take a lot of good carbs post-workout. Um, in other words, I don't really want to have a lot of unnecessary carbs throughout the day. Um, a lot of your carbs that people will quote unquote bad carbs that people find are from those just midday grazing when you find yourself eating stuff that you really shouldn't be eating. Um, and that can be supplemented with maybe nuts, almonds, um, dried fruits throughout the day or a quinoa dish or, or however you want to supplement maybe that those, those bag of chips or you know just stuff that we find ourselves grazing on so the second premise under it is that you want to gain strength but build mass and this is not to be confused with a dirty bulk such that okay well if i want to gain mass can get strong i'm just gonna eat mcdonald's every day man i'm just gonna eat Taco Bell every day. It doesn't matter because I'm just trying to become big as possible. You'll find that if you dial in your carbs and dial in your calories appropriately, you'll be able to gain a lot of lean mass without gaining too much fat. You will gain some fat and that's just part of the process that comes along with any time you up your caloric intake. So like I was saying with the fat loss, you want to have 10 to 12 calories per body weight if you want to gain strength but lose fat. With building mass, you want to have 16 to 18 calories per body weight. And you also want to change the protein versus a 1.2 to 1.7 to a 1 to 1.6 protein intake. So the, the fats the fats throughout all of this tends to stay the same through the 18 to 27%. And in the later episode, I'll cover the types of fats, uh, proteins, and carbs you should be, um, if based on what type of goal you want to take, that would help the best um but like i was saying the fat the fat tends to stay the same but in a mass building regimen the carbs once again you cycle is necessary based on your goal but you want to keep the healthy carbs higher just so you have more energy in the gym and you're able to use that energy to build a bigger uh, uh, massive frame almost so once again, you want to have the protein at 1.1 to 1.6 and the calories from 16 to 18 calories per pound of body weight. And the last one is my personal favorite if you want to maintain your weight but just gain pure strength. Um, in, in this regimen, the calories are the same as they are. Well, not that I'm sorry. The protein is the same as it is when you want to build mass of the 1 to 1.6 but the calories are from 12 to 17 calories per body weight and that that tends to help you is and also the carbs once again in the fatter cycle is necessary um and the fat is 18 to 27 percent 
So this helps you in the sense that you, you say you like the body weight you're at. You think you look great at the body weight you're at. You just want to come into the gym and see your numbers increase. Um, the biggest change in this versus all of them is that you have the protein intake of the build mass program with the one to 1.6, but you have the lower end with the 12 to 17 range of the fat loss. So you're pretty much, you're not really losing fat, but this keeps you, this, this is why it's the maintain because you're in that range of protein where you're gaining strength, like in the mass build, but you're in the same calorie range as you are when you lose fat. So it equals out. So you maintain your same amount of uh, body weight. So those are the three goals, the three diet, um, the three diet general in general uh, guidelines for under gaining strength of losing fat, gaining mass, and maintaining your mass. And the last segment we want to get into, guys, is the front squat versus uh, back squat debate. It's not really a debate. It's just it's just a common question that was coming up that I was seeing on a lot of forums and a lot of uh, people I was talking to. They say, you know what, we'll what, what, what's the benefits of front squat and what's the benefits of back squat? When should I incorporate both? When should I incorporate each? And once again, as with everything, what's helped me in my personal journey is that I've noticed that front squat works my quads and my upper back better than anything, while back squat works the glutes and the lower back. So to summarize it, basically, if I know I have a leg day that's heavily quad dominant such that it's a lot of leg extensions it's a lot of uh, um, front squats per se it's a lot of um, any, anything where I'm working my quad or my upper back or say I just did like a, a roll day a, uh, or a lat pull down day then I'll incorporate the front squat now if I'm doing a lot of lunges a lot of box jumps a lot of deadlifts and a lot of um, uh, say you're doing bent over row then I'm going to incorporate the back squat so to summarize I'm basically saying that incorporate each based on the previous day and the post day based on whichever cycle you're in for training so say I'm in just going previously back to the wave cycle say I'm in a powerlifting I'm in wave one week one and it's powerlifting and I have a deadlift day. So I have a deadlift day. I probably would want to focus on my back squat such that it works the glutes, the lower back, a lot of the same muscle groups that the deadlift works. I want to have those same muscles work in an accessory compound exercise to help the total deadlift numbers go up, the total squat numbers go up or whatever goal you want to reach. Um, you know, say I'm doing a bodybuilding wave in week two it's week five okay well it's bodybuilding i want to do a back day and i know tomorrow i'm doing legs okay well then that tomorrow where i'm doing legs i'm probably going to incorporate a front squat with um a lot of quads and upper back work so that that tends to be the best things that i've seen that's helped me with the front squat versus back squat thing it depends on what i'm doing the next day what I've done the day previous and which muscle groups I want to target where the front squat t- 
tends to hit the quads and the upper back when you stabilize it. Whether you do the three finger stabilizers where you rest it on your collarbone, or if you wanna do the crossover, which I tend to do, and just have it rest on your collarbone instead of resting on your three fingers, um, that's all up to you. Um, so in conclusion, guys, just to, just to wrap it up, we have three training styles that you have, powerlifting, bodybuilding, and CrossFit. The different diets for different goals under the same premises, you wanna gain strength or maintain weight, gain weight, or lose uh, fat. And lastly, the front squat and back squat, whichever day you have before or after, or whichever wave you're in is which one you wanna incorporate. And that's about it, guys. I wanna thank everybody again for the continued support. Um, just, you guys have been really giving good feedback and I'll continue to give content based on what you guys wanna hear um, and, and give like an, an, an uncut and, and raw perspective on the fitness world, you know, whether it be powerlifting, bodybuilding, CrossFit, um, basically whatever topic that encompasses fitness and entering a gym um, and anything that comes with it, the supplements, the accessories, wrist wraps, knee wraps, belts, um, what supplements I found that helped me do this, what supplements that I haven't yet taken or you know, just, just basically anything, guys. So I appreciate the feedback and tune in for the next episode. Thank you.